Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We're the Walking Dead. This is your host, Ian. Ian! That's me! And I am... Gotta ruin it, don't you? <laughs> Always gotta ruin it. And I am joined by my awesome host, Minty. Hello, 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 hello. Echo, echo. <laughs> it's almost fading like the show is. Oh, too Ooh, soon, too soon, too soon. You meant their show, not our show. I sound mad, don't I? A little bit. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into everything, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of spoilers. So first and foremost, for those of you that are listening, if this is your first time coming to the show, or if you are familiar with the show and have been here before, as you know, this is a spoiler-ridden show. We'll be talking a lot about episode eight in the current season with season eight. Um, also diving into the latest issue of the comics. So please, one seventy-four, one seventy-four, one issue away from one seventy-five, twenty-five issues away from two hundred, two well, twenty-six issues away. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. But uh, still incredible. Well it's done. It's I mean, amazing. Who would have thought? And and one seventy-four is phenomenal. It was great. It was awesome. I uh, first and foremost, one seventy four. I'm I'm rubbing off on you. That's two fourths and first and foremost. That's that's me. Oh, is that I, really? Yeah, I do that all every day. Is that what happens in the in the in the host chair? Is I that guess. what happens? I, I guess. <laughs> on, on Fireside, I say first and foremost to a point where they have a counter. Oh my like god! They count stop how, many, it. how often I say like that. a swear jar. Yeah, and oh you, my, or my my good sir, just did two and. In two minutes, that's well, impressive. I, well, I hope I, I hope I do it well. You know, do well for you, pay you homage. Anyways, uh, for one seventy four, I thought was a uh, to to start us off. We're gonna start with comics <laughs> for one, for one, issue one seventy four. I thought was a great uh, breather from where we've been going with the main group there in Alexandria, and we got so much internal struggle of Negan. Yeah, so Menti, kick us off. Tell us a little bit about one seventy four. So it, it the whole concept of well, first just to give you a bit of a backstory is Negan. Has has essentially been kicked out. He's of, been of, boosted uh, of Alexandria, so he's no longer in the cell because he kind of earned his freedom. But they don't want him around because nobody truly trusts him. Mm. Which you know, I I get it. <laughs> so Fair enough. He left and he's out on his own. And and is he though? Well, y- and he is, but uh, but uh, somebody's somebody's watching him, right? Mm. So Maggie Maggie in the books asked. Uh, was his name Dante or whoever the, who who's her? Who's I want to say it's the, her her new her, bay, her new boy, her new beau. I think it's Dante, something like that. Uh, anyway, he, he she tasked him with following, but really she was there as well. So to give you a quick synopsis on what happened is Lucille the bat broke, right? In the, in the fight with the whispers, that bat broke, and it really hit Negan hard because that bat is a representation of his failure with his wife. He treats that bat so well because Lucille is his wife who he wasn't around to protect and save. So he, that's why he has that, that bond with, with uh, that bat. So when that bat broke, he buried it. And it turns out he's been going to that gravesite of the bat for a while. And he's been talking to it. Planting flowers. Yep. So he has this great scene in the beginning where he's getting a sunflower and he talks about how his wife didn't even like sunflowers, but it, it was beautiful. And I, I can, because this is a, is a kid friendly show, I can't, I can't even yeah. quote him because, uh, wow. But then a again, lot of F-bombs. We, we really can't quote much of Negan on this show, to be Not honest really. with you. <laughs> Not really. Not uh, really. But he, um, he finds a new bat. 
Ooh. And he gets very excited. Uh, but then he runs back to the grave and he's pretty much convincing himself that him picking up a new bat is not him replacing his dead wife. Right. Which is where things get weird. And he, he starts wrapping it in barbed wire. But then Maggie shows up and Maggie points a gun to his head and, and pretty much is ready to kill him. And then we find out that Negan has a, truly changed as a character. I mean, his growth from where he started to where he is now is incredible. Drastically. And drastic he starts difference. crying, asking her to kill him. I mean, he wants to die for, for essentially his sins. I mean, he, he apologizes for what happened to Glenn and, and how it felt right at the time, but he doesn't make any excuses and that, uh, that he deserves to die. And he even looks at, he looks at new Lucille, the new bat, and he says, if you were to use that, it would be poetic justice. It would suck, but I get it. And was uh, willing to get his head beat in with a, with a barbed wire bat. Yeah, it's for, especially for where the, where the show is right now with Negan and just obviously the history that we have of Negan and his character in the comic. And this was very different to see of Negan. And not, I loved it. Not used to that kind of emotion from him. I loved it. He even started breaking down a little bit and then he yelled at himself. You're stronger than that. You know, he, yeah. he, he started getting emotional at the gravesite and he wouldn't let himself get that way. And then Maggie shows up and, and when she says, uh, what was his name? Glenn. And then she goes, husband. Yeah. Right. And then she made him, she goes, do you, can you picture your wife's face? Like she really laid it into him, which again, she deserves to. Oh, don't, dude. Don't get me wrong. But then she eventually decides to let him live because he has to live with his, the, the, his consequences. Yeah. And he's begging to be killed to a point where he leaves the door open. He's sitting on the ground sobbing and these two walkers start going towards him and they, they question Mag, Maggie question or Dante. Yeah. No, Dante name, said that says, you know, should we, should we do something? And uh, should we just let the walkers take care of it? And Maggie shoots both walkers to make sure that he survives and then kisses him. Mm. Right. So Maggie has, and I'm not saying moved on from Glenn, but is definitely open up to, uh, to what she was never willing to do before. Well, I think also to the, the dialogue that she had with Negan, I think was something that's just been on her mind and just on her conscience and soul since Glenn was, was brutally beaten. And I think oh, when she, she flat out says that she goes, can you picture your wife's face? And he says, yeah. I can see it. And he goes, when I think of Glenn, I see his head smashed in with his eyes popping out, his one eye popped out, struggling to say my name, yeah. pleading for, Dude. I mean, that was that whole word bubble. Was it brutal. was great. The, the whole, the whole back and forth conversation between the two of them was phenomenal. And I think for Maggie, I think that the reason for her making that move on Dante was kind of like, I've had that, that feeling for so many, well, I guess years now, maybe, um, and finally was able to confront Negan about this. Like, I, I guess that's her saying, I don't want to say maybe I've moved on, but... It, she definitely you know, hasn't moved on. It'll always be a part of her. Sure, but I, I think... But it is interesting it, it was, to see where she goes now. Yeah. Like, she's not, she's not the torn widow anymore. Well, also, too, it's interesting to see where is Negan going to go. How's Negan going to fit into the story Negan'll anymore? Negan will be back. What'll happen is it'll be something where Rick's about to die and Negan comes saves the day. I mean, Negan, Negan's too big of a character to really, truly be left out of the plot to that degree. Right. It would not I surprise so. me if Negan saves them from the New World Order. Hmm. So, I did like what he had to say about Rick, too, and how Rick changed him. If that anybody was huge. isn't aware, uh, the New World Order is an arc that they're teasing, which is essentially a group, a new group, mm. that is, they got their shit together. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're all, they have armor, they have, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're clean cut and, and like militarily, militarily, is that a word? Uh, just military. Sure. <laughs> uh, but they, they do seem like there is an active government with them. Well, when is this supposed to be happening, though? Uh, what I forget what issue that was. 
It's supposed to be uh, January. Oh, is it January that's that coming yeah, out? Yeah, January and February. Can't wait. It would not surprise me if the knee, if Negan and the Whispers play a big role with them as well, because the Whispers are still around. We haven't lost them yet. Yeah, that's our continued theme here when we talk about comic news is how much we love the Whispers. Because they're phenomenal. They're amazing. So good. And I hope that arc never dies. But anyways, with the, with the comic, a lot to be excited about with that. There's a whole new arc we have coming our way. <sighs> the show. Oh, we're getting <laughs> First and foremost, before... That's be- three! Before we start... Three oh, first, damn it. You're counting it. Foremost. You're counting it. Before we get started talking about the show, I want to address something. The, the last several issues of this show we've done, it's, it's no shocker to everybody that I've been negative towards the show. Or, or should I say... Um, disappointed. D- yeah, disappointed. Um, judgmental, maybe. Whatever the word you want to use. I, for obvious reasons, I'm doing the show. I love The Walking Dead. And I think with it being in season eight and more specifically being in probably the best part of this comic now being brought to the live screen, I have extremely high expectations and maybe that's wrong for me to do, but from what they've been giving us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But you know, either way, I think more so, I think critique is the word I wanted to use earlier is I, I, I'm trying to see the more positive things with the show, just based on how this last season and well, season eight so far is going and how last season kind of went. Um, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like how you guys see DC, uh, with the fireside chats, right? DC is some of your favorite superheroes and you expect a lot when it comes to the screen. So when you see something like Batman v Superman, not live up to your expectations, you're like, well, that sucked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I agree. So it's a good way to put it. I agree. You know, like you've had a very positive outlook on the show and it's helped with, with my inner, uh, arguments within myself with how I feel towards the show. I have the same arguments. I have, you know? same, I have the same arguments. I mean, for a prime example to getting getting into the actual points. Sure, sure. Go uh, ahead. When looking at the the uh, what episode was it with uh, Eugene? Which one with Eugene? Well, the one where it focused <laughs> on Eugene. Uh, not, not the mid-season finale, right before six, that. I think. Right before it that, it focused on Eugene. Right? I think it was, it was either six, five or six. Eugene finding out about Dwight being the uh, being the, the the rat, being the snitch. You know. Yeah, that he's, was he's finding out that the, Dwight is the one who's been setting things up from the inside. Of I think this, that was this, last episode. Um, so going off what you were saying is you're trying to find the the silver lining and everything. Watching that episode the first time, it was kind of annoying. Watching it the second time, I gave myself a reason to like it because I have a theory here, which Let me hear it. is Eugene is been historically a coward. Right? Okay. He does whatever he can to survive and he looks out for himself. Right. He is a callous and, and scared, cold little man. Right. That's what he is. What's interesting about him with the saviors is that he now has confidence, which is not something that he's used to having. Mm. So Negan continually tells him how great he is, how important he is. And you can see it. He's got like, even when he when he lashes out and there's like fits of rage there's something that we've never seen from Eugene before. where He snaps and he screams and he. Like when he yelled at uh, at Gabriel in the bed, yeah. Or uh, even when he watched all all the people die inside the uh, the, uh, the yeah, he was like freaking complex. out. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a fit of emotion that we're not used to. Or when he had the gun pointed to the back of his head and he still kept going. That right there is him creating is Negan creating his own downfall because he's giving Eugene a backbone which he's never had before. Mm. So remember how Gabriel said you're going to know do the right thing when you see it. Yeah. He's going to, and it's going to be because of Negan that he gets there. 
Negan is going to push him to a point where he stands up for himself because he now doesn't fear death as much. Interesting. He's willing to sacrifice himself for the right thing, which is the first time we ever saw him do that on the rooftop with Dwight putting the gun to the back of his head. Early D- Dwight would have never, ever. He would have he would have dropped that in a you heartbeat. Mean Eugene. Eugene, excuse Eugene, me. Eugene, yeah. You know what I mean? And this is why I love you, man. You so, know? But that's me trying to find purpose there that is I having to look between the lines. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I had to do, a lot of thought went into that. I, I can tell. But so, it's good thought though. But I think I think that's putting I think where the show is at now, I I think the way that you are looking at it, I think is a is a good perspective to take because every episode and I see you the next day, I'm like, dude, I hate this show. <laughs> I'm done with it. And you know, the the little things, like for example, episode eight. So the 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 latest issue. So again, for those of you that haven't watched, um, please watch it first before continuing this point. But Carl, I love what they did with Carl. He was huge in that episode, and they've been slowly kind of building to that with his role with Sadiq and um, uh, bringing him into Alexandria, which is not from the comics. I love what they've been doing with Carl and the way that he stood up to Negan and the way that he, which was yeah, alluding you, you to know, something. You know why he did it now. Right, but it was alluding to something, which, I mean, you should have, they told you right then and there what was going to happen, which you should have just known, but I love... Like, I don't understand why Carl hasn't been more of a bigger picture in this Because show. he doesn't really come to real Carldom until the, the whispers. That's where really where Carl takes, like, the time jump when we get older Carl is really where he comes into his own. Which makes me even more depressed with how yes. this so mid-season me, finale ended. Let's get, to the, let's get to the meat of all Take this. it away. So Take it away. Carl's going to die. Nope. And I've tried... I mean, uh, Ian and I have talked multiple times and I was like, Scott Gimple is full of shit. He's done this once before. Yep. You know, he, this is like when Glenn fell off the, the, the dumpster and everyone, and you saw organs and you're like, well, Glenn's dead. They're, they're doing it in a completely different way. And never, and, and then it, oh, it was a ruse. Ha <laughs> ha. He didn't actually die. That's what I thought this was going to be. Like maybe they were going to introduce the whispers and it wasn't actually a zombie who bit him, but Carl was bit. And the truth is. He's going to die. And we found that out because of Chandler Riggs. And I will tell you that Chandler and his dad, hearing them talk about this is heartbreaking. So what we've learned recently. So, it's, so just for, to recap for those, at the end of the midseason finale, the big, the big reveal was that right. Carl was bit. Right? He lifts up his bandage and you see teeth marks. Here's the, the, the truth to that. Turns out. That Scott Gimple and, and, and Walking Dead, AMC. To, AMC, told them that they wanted him for three years. They wanted three more years of, of, of show out of him. And then randomly decided, nope, for the story's sake, and that's, you know, that's, that's their, their quote-unquote reason, is for story's sake, we're going to get rid of you. And they got rid of him right before his birthday. Oh, dude, that's so wrong. Right before his 18th birthday, he found out he was, he was getting kicked off the show. He and he flat out said, this has nothing to do with me. I did not decide this. Wow. So this is not uh, Chandler Riggs. <sighs> like everyone was like, oh, he wants to go to college and he wants to move right. on. That's what I thought. And that is not the case. Wow. He's actually taking a leap year. He's actually taking a year off of college, not going to college right away to focus on acting and music. Turns out he's a musician. Didn't know that. Oh, wow. Um, so you, I mean, hopefully it works out for him. But he didn't choose this. His actual quote. Let me see if I can pull up the actual quote. While you're while you're pulling that up, this this further proves my point. And for the podcast that we are and how small we are right now, Scott Gimple 
if you ever listen to this podcast, you are single-handedly ruining The Walking Dead. I don't care what anybody else says. It's the little things like this and the stupid like flash forward and the in the close up shots. Of I don't the- think you can give that to Scott Kimball. I think he ha- he is to blame because he's the one who is actually carrying it out. I think it's AMC. Something how? Like, how? Because how AMC, could it be AMC doesn't have value in any other show. When you look at the lineup of AMC shows, right? What is their cash cow? What brings in money? But you'd think that would mean that they would give so much more attention to detail with AMC and more focus to making it a better show. Except for they're scared to catch up. They're, they're at a point where they're close to catching well, up to the book. Well, well, with the end of this mid-season finale, clearly not. Because the, the, that's the only somewhat intriguing or interesting or exciting thing about what they're now doing with Carl is... I don't know what the hell they're going to go to from here. Yeah, it's deviating from the book quite a bit. It's the first time they've actually really deviated from the comic. Drastically deviated. Drastically. Well, not really. Andrea dying was, but that's because she was awful in the show. Well, that's before, well, that's also, that's a little bit before we kind of knew where Andrea's character was going. They still did that stretching thing out. I mean, they've been doing that since season two. Season two, they stretched that shit out too. It's what they've done with with season eight specifically, because I, I didn't really have too much of a problem with season seven. It was the introduction of Negan. It was exciting to see him. I loved that. I, I mean, obviously, I had my little things issue here and there. But the issue 100 episode is phenomenal. If you, it, well, if you take uh, the season finale and the season opener and put them right, into one episode, it's amazing. It phenomenal. Unbelievable. But season eight, man, it's it's been I, I don't even know if that's the right word to use anymore. No, it's it's, it's it, just it is. I wish there was a word that was worse than that. But going off to what you were saying is how could it be AMC? AMC has, has routinely stretched this show out to make it last as possible. And they've already said that they have no interest in, in removing it. They even, there's even rumors still of another Walking Dead spinoff. Oh, God. If that oh were to be the case, God. that would be three Walking Dead shows and three Talking Deads. That means all of their money, the, and I should say all, but the vast majority of their money is coming in from The Walking Dead. And everybody likes it because of the big reveals from the source material. When it comes down to the big moments in Walking Dead, they've all happened from the books. Just sure. in a different fashion. Issue 100. The moment you deviate from that, you don't know what you're about to get. Correct. So that's why they stretch it out. Correct. Right? And, and they, they task Scott Gimple. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not praising or I'm not forgiving Scott Gimple for some of the things that he's done and said, because he's annoyed me with some of the things that he said to try and make up for it. I wish he would just flat out say is, AMC has told me to stretch this out as much as yeah. I can, and I'm doing my best. Way- if he would just flat out say the writing team is trying to make it so that way we can take what should be three issues and stretch it into a season, right? right. If he would just flat out be honest and say that's why this is happening, I'd be okay with it. The- but he comes up with weird reasons. Right. The way he dances around things, it's it's... It almost feels like manipulative. Like, I'm trying to get you back yeah, no, in the next season. Because he can't season. say anything. Dude, if he would flat out say that, he'd be off the show. Just, I don't know. I he don't know. He wouldn't be there. I don't know who else to blame, so I guess I'm pointing the finger at the, like, the weird imagine, guy on the couch. Just imagine if DC went, well, the problem with the DC movies is the WB editing room. How, how, how do you think that would go with, D, with the WB? Sure, I get it, but at the same time, he's still responsible for the end product, and he's still responsible for the decisions, no, like the, the, things like killing the, Carl. The, whoever the heads of AMC who are making them stretch the show out. You really think Kirkman wants to stretch out and bastardize his own his own property like this? I don't know. He's I don't know su- who's he's suing him. Like he can act bright and happy on Talking Dead all he wants. He can and show up to all the events. He's still suing AMC. There's right. obviously animosity and there's issues there. Look at the the last showrunner who got fired for flipping out on everybody. 
Like there is problems behind the scenes. The actors talk about the Walking Dead family, right? The actors sure. talk about it all the time. And I believe that's true. I believe they, the actors really do get along to that degree. But behind the scenes, especially the, the money aspect and the, the writing teams and stuff, the, the production side, I think, I, I, I think that is a, is a, a sinking ship and they're aware. Mm. I think losing a million viewers every day or every, every season Think about that. That's another thing to think about. Okay. So if they make a dollar per commercial per somebody watching. Sure. Right. And you're, and you lose a million viewers every season. That means every season they're losing a couple million dollars. Right. Right. And then a couple, I'm talking like 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, sure. depending on how many people are watching. That's huge numbers. Yeah. So AMC is like, what the hell do we do? And this is the first time that somebody went, well, what we've been doing isn't working. Let's just deviate from the books. Well, if that, if that is the behind the scenes thought process now, bravo for finally taking a stand. It sucks that you waited this long well, to do it. It sucks that you do it with Carl because it butchers so many cool stories coming up. It's not even that. That's the future of the story. Like, as you've said I don't so think many... Gonna, I think this is them knowing they're not going to survive to that point. Sure. Maybe that is what it is. Because if you, as you've said so many times, Carl is... This is not a story of Rick Grimes. This is now a story of Carl. And after hit, the time jump. After the time jump. Correct. We'll, we're where we're at in the comic, per se. But, I mean, going back to what you're saying about losing viewers, the, I believe it was episode seven, not episode eight was the lowest viewers they have had since season two. And season two is a brutal And season. that was brutal, right. It was long, it was stretched out, as we've talked about, because <laughs> that, the whole farm scene, the whole, the whole farm part of The Walking Dead in the comic, I think maybe lasted, what, like three issues? Yeah. Four issues? They're like, hey, hi, I'm Herschel. These are my daughters. Those are zombies. We better run. Yeah, it's <laughs> so... Knowing that they're dropping this slow, and I mean, this could be for numbers of reasons. This could just be that people aren't tuning in on Sundays, and maybe they're streaming no, it afterwards. Be, it's because this, it's getting crappy. It, it's, I want to I echo something that you said in the beginning. Go for it. Because for those who listen to this show, uh, I know that there's a lot of negativity around what's been happening recently. And we, and we do look at each episode and trying to find the positive and the silver lining. I want everyone to know what... Ian said about loving The Walking Dead is absolutely true. It's still one of my favorite comic series of all time. And that show is still awesome. I'm still watching it every Sunday. Yeah. I'm still there. I want them to turn it around. I want a great Whisperer War. I, that's like, yeah. <laughs> and when we get to New World Order, I want to get to that point. I want to see that happen. Yes. My fear with us losing Chandler is another sign of scared AMC. I'm thinking they wanted something drastic because if, if they had, if they were talking to Chandler Riggs and said they wanted him for three years and then randomly decided to kill him, right. that means there wasn't a lot of thought behind this. There was probably um, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple like a month. Sure. Thought, desperation. Maybe, I mean, look, I'm just guessing here, but desperation. desperation. Absolutely. What do we do? Who do we kill? Oh, let's kill Carl. But it's not even. But that means they don't even think about. They're not even thinking about Whisper Wars. They're not even thinking about where they're going with it. And the scarier part about that, too, is, is we actually haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of All Out War. That's terrifying. And, you know, to your point again, like where the show is going, it's, it's, it, it sucks. They can bring it, it around. Sucks, man. They can fix it. They can. They just got to stop being scared to take risks. Well, well the Make other, the show your own. It the, doesn't have to be the comic. Well, the other thing, too, and, and you and I talked about this earlier today, too, with, with uh, Carl, is they didn't, they alluded it to it, right? And I think you were even saying, like, well, what if it's a bite from the whispers and he lives? And then I've seen 
um, you know, comments from people on, on articles and, and YouTube videos. Well, you know, what if he, what if he's the only one who's, uh, immune to the, like well, look, things like that. Dude, like Rick, Rick has bit two people. It's not shocking that people bite people in this. Sure. Rick bit a dude's neck out. <laughs> that is no yeah that is true so it's not like it's not the the craziest thing to think that somebody bit him yeah. i think it's crazier when glenn fell off the uh the dumpster and, and, and yeah. survived that that yeah. was way crazy like he was just under the dumpster not one zombie decided to get check underneath not at one went hey you just uh, moving down there yeah <laughs> hey uh you smell anybody like fresh have, meat anybody smell that fresh meat fresh meat <laughs> I mean, to your, you even said this earlier, too. Like, this is AMC trying to give another Glenn Dumpster scene. I hope to God it's not. Because if it is, that's going to even make me angrier. I almost more want it frustrated. to be because, I, because something that Chandler said that, that really makes me sad is he goes, I, the, mo- the saddest part about me getting fired, essentially. Like, getting like, fired. Well, that's, wow. That's what, oh. his, oh, that's what his dad Ooh. wrote. His dad wrote, watching Gimple uh, fire my son two weeks before his 18th birthday after telling him they wanted him for the next three years is disappointing. Dude. And then he deleted that that comment on Dude. Facebook. Uh, but what Chandler said that I uh, I completely agree with is he said he goes honestly I thought they were joking uh, the first time they said it because Scott has a pretty good sense of humor and he jokes around a lot so I thought they was joking when I realized he wasn't it was quite a shocker because I was really looking forward to the story arc in the comic with another group the Whispers Carl. Uh, has a really, really cool interaction with one of the members of the whole group, and I was super excited to get to be able to tell that storyline. That's dude. That is so depressing to hear that and to to read that. That's so depressing because you know what, Chandler, I couldn't agree with you more, man. Could not agree with you more. I, and look, I've grown up with Chandler Riggs. I've been watching this this same He's, kid yeah. for eight years. Right. I don't want another Carl. I don't want to lose Carl. I don't. I want Carl to be around. I want. So here's my thing. We we gripe about how we don't want the comic. We don't want it to. We want it to deviate from the comic, right? We sure. Want to be be brave and deviate from the sure. comic. We also at the same time want our big comic moments. We want our whisper. We do. Moment. Here's what you we do: want the continuity. Follow the book until you hit the end. Then do something new. Yes. It's it. This is what you it's said it. in the last issue. They like, flat out said. I forget one of the Talking Dead's like the bigger ones. They were like, we have this great roadmap by by Robert Kirkman is in the comics. So well, then use it. Use it. Don't abuse it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as season eight, just to just to recap, um, couple things that I really liked because we've been we've been talking about a couple negative things, which I do have more to talk about, but <laughs> a couple of the positive things. Uh, I love Maggie. I love what they're doing with Maggie. The the fir- I don't even know what word to use, but just her her arc that she's taking now, and they're showing the, like the the ferocity is that a word yep. the ferocity of maggie with that last just shooting the guy in the fi- like killing him no that's maggie yeah lauren cohen but, has done a great job of 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 capturing the essence of maggie yes. on the page and i'm very 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 pleased with that i think she has been outstanding and if they make a flashpoint movie she better be martha martha wayne oh dude she better, she better be, be. if she's joker oh, oh wow oh that'd be that'd be intense that'd be intense um what anything that you can pick up from this season that you that you've enjoyed something that you hated that i liked is i i first first i loved the i loved eugene i mean i know that episode was weird but i loved eugene in that episode. i, I i've come around on eugene i i hated it at first because it well, was it a little sense. it does it doesn't it doesn't but i mean i i like what i like his character development i think what you pointed out earlier makes me look at it with a different eye so i appreciate and that. i still love negan like my favorite line of that whole episode was when he's having that heartfelt moment with with uh, Carl Carl on the yeah on the on the by the gate yeah he, <laughs> he throws the smoke grenade and he, I thought we were having a moment you asshole yeah dude <laughs> he 
Jeffrey D. Morgan has done such a good job of taking that character who's been somewhat neutered for AMC mm. and making him awesome yeah. in his own way. The Jeffrey Dean, like I, st- I read Negan in the books with Jeffrey D. Morgan's voice now. Yeah, like, it's hard not to. It's it's weird, but it's it's hard but not I hear to. It. I, I hear yeah. it when I read it, and if you, you, you like visualize like the the bending of his back mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I liked the fight with him. I liked the, nah. the I mean, you didn't like it, but I liked I the didn't. the Rick. Negan and do you want to know why? You want to know why I didn't like it? I don't. It it was almost uh, what 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 just came out recently that that made me think about that. That it was like it was just so unnecessary. The fact that it happened awesome epic but nothing came from it and as you pointed out earlier it would have been a perfect time for rick to have taken the knife out and cut his and uh what did he he nipped his neck right mm-hmm. like why didn't that happen that should have that give that instead of killing carl that should have been the, yeah. the season finale but first and foremost this, this shouldn't have been the mid-season finale in general no 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 this should have been episode three of this season talamenti i mean how long had so we've watched eight episodes, right? Eight, eight episodes, eight hours, eight and a half hours with the extra half hour of nothing. Well, um, and take, we've take only moved like three days, maybe not even that. You know what I mean? Like garbage people, scene two. Oh, don't get me started. Do not get me started dude, on that. Gladiator Rick, garbage people. Why are we wasting our time with them? That is nothing but waste. That it is, it is filler and it's awful. It's so bad. It that that is the. So I made a I made a joke to uh to Menti earlier uh I think last week and I made um a reference to when Eugene uh in episode 7 threw up the wine in the sink and then was like whimpering and then grabbed the bottle of wine and proceeded to drink it that is how I feel about this season. It has made me sick but yet I I have to keep watching. I have to see what happens because I'm I'm waiting for it to get better. I'm and, invested and I love the source yes, material. And it, the, the comic continues to, as we've discussed, the comic continues to be great. The show, season eight, right now, in my, the, the only word we can use is disappointment. Put it this way. The, for those of you who have given up on the show, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't, I don't blame you for it. Lock, like, and, lock and key. He, here's, he's, here's a great example. Great example. Uh, Maddie, who, if you've ever come to Comic-Con, um, or if you'll, you'll Philly Comic-Con, yeah, Philly Comic-Con, if you, uh, or eventually when you hear, uh, some other projects that we're working on, Maddie, Maddie's a part of Fireside to a degree. And Maddie is what was one of the biggest Walking Dead fans I've ever met to the point where when she met Chandler Riggs, she couldn't say hi because she was in tears. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, this, we're talking fangirl beyond fangirl, right? She gave up on the show. Wow. What's this, this season or last season? Last season. She's no. just done. And then now, now the Chandler's dead. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like I said, like I was just screaming at the TV last night because it's just utterly frustrating to just be, to, to give so much effort and energy and, and have a podcast about a show that we love so much. And then it just feels like, what, what are you doing? It's, it's, this, it's what this, are you doing? AMC and Warner Brothers really just need to go hang out for a while and, and really look at themselves in the mirror and, and question <laughs> what, what is it that we want to accomplish, right? Because what we are doing right now is it's hurting ourselves. It's not working. You're, you're, They're you're bo- both you're of them bleeding Warner money. Warner Brothers at this point. and and the DCEU and AMC and The Walking Dead. They don't know what they're doing, and it's evident. Yeah, it's it, and I I hear I'm hopeful. They both can spin it around. Justice League, shockingly good. Negan, shockingly good. Sure. Right. The rest of it. <laughs> Well, the good news is we still have a whole nother half of season eight to get to. So, you know what I mean? We're, we're, still, we're still waiting to see 
what comes from all that war. We're still waiting for the really big, you know, collision between Alexandria and the Saviors. Hopefully that's building to it. I guess we'll have to wait and see. So uh, with that, I think this will be a good time to wrap it up. We'll see what happens. Uh, the rest of season eight does not come back till February 25th, I believe. New issue of the comic will not be out till next month in January. Uh, we probably won't be around for a couple weeks now that the holidays are here. So we'll probably yeah. be, be, be around after Plus, the holiday. There's not as much to talk about. Like we, we do want to have a gaming special. So be on, be on the lookout for that. Um, because there is the, uh, the new walking dead, uh, left for dead kind of game. game yeah. It looks pretty cool. So if you haven't seen the trailer for that, it's worth checking out. Yeah. We'll talk way more about that. Um, some surprise guests on that one. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for that one. We're not gone, but we will be back. Yeah, no. And definitely, uh, for you guys, if you have any topics that you'd like us to discuss, or if there's anything that you guys think we should be talking about more, definitely leave comments. Uh, let us know your thoughts. What are your thoughts about so far season eight and how, uh, AMC has been treating the walking dead. What would you like to change? Give us your thoughts on that note. Um, you can find the show. Welcome to Fireside. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. So if you just search Welcome to Fireside, if you're listening, if a buddy's playing this around you, yeah, just on your phone, search, uh, search Fireside Chats. This will be on the same stream as our normal show or comic based show. Um, but yeah, um, dude, thank you. Everybody who tunes in, if you can comment, like, share, all that support goes a long way. We really appreciate it. We do really appreciate it. So on that note, this will be Ian signing out. Deuces. Deuces.